You're listening to Serious Business with Andy Audate. Serious talk on business, marketing, and finance to win in this new economy. In this podcast, every single day, Andy Audate reveals cutting-edge strategies, technologies, techniques, and solutions to exponentially grow your business in the new economy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another episode of the RK3 Show. I'm your man, Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me, and I'm in the house today with another amazing guest. Today, my guest is Andy Audate. Listen, Andy, I know that I'm going to start this from the beginning with uh, a question for you. I know that you are not from the United States originally, at least your family is not. So I want you to give me that pronunciation that's as your family pronounce, pronounces it. Well, my dad says Audat, Audat. And then, yeah. and then but I, I use Audat, the English version, which is Audate. So yeah. French, French Haitian is Audat. English version, our date. I love it. I love it, man. So I just tell everybody a little bit about your story. Andy was born in Boston, and Andy grew up as the son of Haitian immigrants. And as we know, people that are from the Caribbean, like myself, they're, we come from a different level of, I would say, wealth than, than, than other people do. So the mindset is a little bit different. So there are some there's some elements of, I would say, struggle or grind or hustle that are a little bit different than somebody that might have been born with a silver spoon in their mouth. So tell us a little bit about how that mindset uh, framed how you grew up, man. No, seriously, in, in 100%, it's, it's really having that mindset of I have to get it, whatever it, whatever it is. And, and what I learned from my parents, I mean, I was just thinking about my grandfather a couple of days ago. My grandfather yeah. is um, laying down on his deathbed right now. And I was, I was thinking about his journey of having an idea at one point, going to his wife, which is my grandmother, going to his wife and saying, hey, I'm willing to go to the United States. We have no family. We barely speak English. I have a motorcycle and I have a tire business. Um, wow. where, we're selling, where we're selling, restoring, and refurbishing tires. And we're, I'm willing to go to the United States and make it work. And thinking about that journey that, or that decision that my grandfather took to come to the United States alone, bring and then get to a point where he got here, get a job, get some bread, get the money, get his brother and his sister over here, get his wife, get his kids to the United States, and now wow. he's speaking English. And now we have, I don't know, maybe 50, 60, maybe 100 people uh, in, in, my immediate, in my immediate family who now reside in the United States. And we're all well off where my, my grandfather's hard work created doctors, uh, created, created doctors, created a dental hygienists, created lawyers, created, you know, the whole nine yards down the list of educational jobs. My, my grandfather's hard work created that. And then me being the first generation. So out of the whole entire family, I'm the first one that was born in the United States. So mm-hmm. that put a little pressure on my back saying, hey, like you, you, you got to this point. Like, like, all right. So you born here now, and you yeah. have an opportunity. You better make the best of it in the next eighty years, man. And, and, and do the math, young man. Eighty times three hundred and sixty-five. You best make the opportunity a great opportunity. Wow, wow. So you, you're the first that's born here, but I don't know if people are, this is going to be audio, so people are not seeing the video, but if they're seeing the video, it's clear that you are a fairly young person, right? And yeah. yet, 
you've had a lot of great opportunities. I think one of the things that attracted me to you, I think I saw you on social media on a stage. I believe it was Les Brown. I think there were some other heavy hitters that were a part of that event. And I'm saying, wow, this guy's really young and he is aligning himself with some of the top speakers, some of the top people in the world. How did you know that you could even get into those places, those doors so early in your life? I didn't, I didn't know, but I forced, I got made it happen. And I yeah. think what some people are looking to accomplish in life or to experience in life is like when doors just kind of just swing open for them. So they're waiting on God's timing. They're waiting for doors to open. And at some point it, it'll magically appear. And I think those people end up realizing at a point later in life where they're like, shit, I didn't, the doors never open. So right. am I, am I, was I made to have an average life? Am I made to have a mundane life? Um, and, and I decided at a young age, very early on, that I'm not going to just wait around because my parent, my grandfather didn't just wait around for a book to come to the United States. My family, right. my mom didn't just wait around and say, one day something's amazing going to happen. It was like, hey, I, need, I got a family to take care of. My mom said, I got a family. My dad said, I got a family. I'm going to make it happen. By any yeah. means, whatever it takes. So I took that same mindset, and at at a young age, starting as young as as uh, eight years old and nine years old and ten years old, where I just decided to go out and make it happen, um, whatever my thought process was at the time. Yeah. So you've you've been around some of these 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 heavy hitters, Les Brown, Laura Langemeyer. You've got you've got a, a who's who of people that are connected to you. Um, what causes people? to listen to what you have to say. I know that a lot of times younger people don't go into certain rooms because they don't feel like they're going to be heard. How, how are you able to walk into a room and people listen to what you have to say? That's a great, that's a great question, Robert, and I thank you for asking that. I think that what allows me to be a heard, number one, is my tenacity. What, mm. pe what, what, I'm, what people are attracted to is my grit and my hustle. Uh, there's so many people who are uh, double my age and beyond where they're saying, man, this, you know, this guy, like, like I inspire them. I was, I was hanging around with a, a, someone who's uh, a mentor, a friend of mine, and he's also a multimillionaire. And mm -hmm. periodically he'll message me and say, hey, man, I take you out to lunch. Usually it's the other way around where the, the young buck is asking the mentor, hey, can I take you out to lunch so I can learn from you? Well, yeah. These, this specific person asked me, hey, can I take you out to lunch periodically? And, the, and he divulged to me uh, the one time during lunch that he said, man, the reason why I, I, I want to keep bringing you out, man, is because, like, your energy revives mine. Like, I'm around successful people all the time, and they're, like, you know, they're experiencing the success. They're like, hey, man, we did that 10 years ago. Hey, man, we did that 20 years ago. But Andy, when you're like, when you're coming in determined, when you're coming in hungry, when you're coming in like, I need to get it, that inspires yeah. me to go back into that mindset. So I need wow. to be around you. I want to be around you. Your youth is what I'm attracted to. Your hustle is what I'm attracted to. Your grit is what I'm attracted to. So how does somebody develop that, though? Because, I mean, I've read this great book, Grit, by Angela Duckworth, right? And you have all of these other personal development books. What is it inside of you, and is it something that's quantifiable that you can teach somebody else to develop that type of hustle mentality that you're just going to go and get what it is you need to get? 
at 211 degrees, at 211 degrees temperature, Fahrenheit, of, of water on the stove. It looks flat, equivalent to 50 degrees. So you got 50 degrees water on the stove, you got 211 degrees hot, piping hot, you put your hand in, you gonna burn yourself. But it yeah. looks the same. At 212 degrees, that one degree difference is what makes water boiling. Yeah. That's exactly what makes the water boil and have a different form. And what I recognize is that the reason why I'm successful and a lot of other people are successful is because of that 212th degree. So I don't, I don't actually believe that the 212th degree can be, can be taught because the 200, that extra one degree is the, is the extra hours. I, I, for example, I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's 11.22 California time right now. And I woke up, what is that, seven hours ago and changed? So I, I woke up 3 o'clock in the morning. What is that? That's that one degree for me where I say, hey, I, have, I need to maximize my day. Where the average everyday person who's at 211 degrees and below is going to say, oh, man, you know, I'd rather just stay in for the day or I'd rather stay in for the morning, but I have a jump. So you want to have that mindset of having that jump on the rest of the world, and it's going to be that one degree shift. Like, it's, not, it's not teachable. It's, it's, a, it's an innate desire that you have to win. So, so based on that, based on that, does somebody quit or give up because – they feel like they see you, they see, and we, and we just came off the, the, the world being changed because Kobe is no longer here. And they, there was talk about his mama mentality and how he, would, he was just a, a killer, an assassin in, in some ways, not just on the court, but in how he pursued business opportunities. If someone feels like they don't have what, what, what you have and they see you, do they just quit? What, what, what do they do? That's a great question, Robert. And I think what, what needs to be done is that people need to find the why. And I think the, 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 the why that is most common that allows people to go to that next level and have that one degree push is a recognition of dependency. So I recognize that, for example, people in my network, when they're single men, when, when they're a single man, Without any, without any responsibilities besides their six feet, besides their apartment or besides their home and their car, they're reckless. They don't, they don't really care about life. They can go to the clubs. They can go have fun. And it's as soon as they get a, a woman pregnant, for example, or their girlfriend pregnant or their wife pregnant, and they realize that that, that child is dependent on that man, that man like, like sees this child and is like, oh, my gosh, I'm responsible for this person. Mm. They change. They make, they make a complete radical shift in their life. And if you recognize that your success is, the, like your success has dependence, which means that there's somebody depending on you. For example, um, I was just thinking about this yesterday. There was an 18-year-old boy who came to the Progression Conference. I run a one-day business conference called the Progression Conference. Yeah. And this 18-year-old this boy was looking at me at a restaurant one day. One day he's looking at me at a restaurant. I see him reading a book. I give him No More Average. No More Average is a book that I wrote. So I walk right. into this restaurant, to my left, young dude looking at me. I look at him. I say, what are you reading, young man? He says, hey, I'm reading uh, Shoe Dog, the, the, the book by Nike, the book about Nike's growth. And I say, okay, so you're into personal development. Let me give you my book. He takes my book, goes home. I never see him again, never heard from him. But here's what happened. At the Progression Conference, 
he walks up to me. He says, hey, man, can I take a photo with you? I say, yeah, sure. So he takes a photo with me, and I just got off stage, and he says, do you remember me? I said, no, I don't remember you. He says, I was at the restaurant three months ago when you gave me the book. I said, I gave you the book, but how did you end up here? Well, after getting your book, I went to Google you. I found your podcast. I listened to all the episodes. Then I heard you talk about the progression conference. So I went to yes. the website. I signed up, got my ticket, and came. And let me tell you something, Andy. I'm 18. You're 25. You're 24 at the time. You opened up my mind to recognize what's possible at my age. Wow. Wow. So it's recognizing that that person has a dependency on recognizing that he that it is possible to be successful if I'm successful. Yeah. So it's just about unlocking. Everybody has that thing inside them. They just need to be able to unlock it. And you do that through mentorship, through coaching, through just being willing to align yourself with, with, with the keys in, in some respects to, to unlocking that. So let me ask you this, and this is we're going to wrap up with this here. Uh, are, you're doing what you're doing. And you mentioned that out of your family came lawyers, doctors, hygienists, a lot of different things. The world is changing a bit, right? And so back in the day, you could go to school and just come out and get a job. Right now, we're in a place where you've got to be able to generate differently. You've got, you have so much opportunity to create your own path. And that's why Gary Vee and some of these people have really have this message. What is it that you feel young people should really be concentrating on right now in order to really hit success as, as the world's job market changes? What you need to be concentrating on in this day and age and recognizing that the past is the past and we have completely shifted from mm -hmm. the way that we do business in the marketplace and recognizing that today what's most valuable is your credit, but not your credit with your credit score and your social security number, your social media credit, your wow. credit and your brand, your personal brand is going to be the key determining factor if you're successful in the future when there's, when there's a challenge in the economy. If there's a challenge in the economy and your, so, your, your, your personal brand is the lowest in the, in the marketplace, you're going to feel the effects of that. If it's the highest where you're known, you're also going to feel the effects of that. No matter what industry you're in, no matter what business that you're, that you're dealing with, even if you're a W-2 employee, you need to have a personal brand where people in the marketplace are attracted to you and know you like you as well as trust you. Awesome, awesome. Listen, you have so much fabulous information and you've shared with us a lot of gold nuggets. Where do people get in contact with you online? Where do we find you? The best place right now is to learn about the Progression Conference. The Progression Conference is a one-day business seminar where I bring in the top entrepreneurs who are doing half a million dollars in sales, a billion dollars in sales, and I put them on stage and I say, hey, I need you to teach me and the audience different strategies on how we can grow our, our net worth, grow our sales so we can maximize our income, to market our, market our brand so that way in the future we have the strongest commodity, which is a personal brand. And number three, what are some personal development strategies that I can utilize to overcome the hurdles in running a small business? So first thing, we're going to talk about sales. Second, we're going to talk about marketing. Third, we're going to do uh, personal development strategies all in one day, a jam-packed event where you're going to learn, network, and grow with other like-minded individuals. ProgressionTicket.com is the website. Once again, that's ProgressionTicket.com. ProgressionTicket.com.
Awesome. Andy, all that. Thank you so much for <laughs> hanging out with us today. I really appreciate you, man. Robert, thank you so much for having me on your show today.